Well, love you guys. Thank y'all for letting me share this morning. And man, it's so awesome this morning. I'm pretty wrecked right now, but uh, um, just God's goodness and mercy. Uh, just wanted to kind of share something that's uh, God's been doing in me the last couple weeks and. And I really felt like this week, as I was just seeking Him, and I really felt like I needed to share this with you guys and um, believe that it'll touch somebody in here, um, not just me, but I've been a, without, you know, I've been taught a lot about to rest in Him, and I didn't, thought I knew what that meant. But I wasn't resting. Has anybody else been like that? Ever been holding or trying to uphold something and you just can't? You know, you just get to the end of yourself. And so today I want to talk about rest. And this is how God kind of did it, kind of broke it down for me is in three points. Is number one, I've got to enter his rest. And number two, I've got to abide and dwell there. And number three, I've got to be in a place to release it. And so um, I've been praying about... Um, God teaching me how to, there's some things <laughs> that I feel like I get in my spirit, but it doesn't come out of my mouth very well. Does that make sense? <laughs> so I've been really praying for God to teach me and show me how, the Holy Spirit to show me how to relate in a way that maybe it's understandable, you know. Um, and so anyways, that's kind of where I've been and. So I'm just going to kind of give you a, a little story on my part. I I was at work and have been working and and I've always been an all or nothing person. So I'm all, all going to all do this or all do that. Does that make sense? And so so if I'm supposed to rest and I shouldn't be working, and so I'm like, how do I do this? And I got a job, you know, and I'm I'm just in this turmoil and the struggle, you know. And I was driving in the tractor and I fed some cattle one day and. And I drove up on this hill, and I felt like the Lord told me to, to just to get out. And it was a good day, nothing bad. I, and so I turned the tractor off, and I stepped out. And you could see the sunset, and it was just real pretty. And all of a sudden, I felt the presence of God hit me. Like, I didn't realize I was holding anything. I thought I was good. You know, when I stepped out, I just felt the love of God just encounter me. And he told me, he said, Tyler, you've, if you will quit struggling, allow me to show you what rest is. But it's going to have to change your mindset. And there's a, there's going to be a mindset shift that you're going to have to learn to walk in. And at that point, I just surrendered that to him. I don't know what that is. I don't know how to get there. But God, show me. I want that, you know. Um, and it's not that I wasn't doing it because I didn't want it. I just don't know how to do it. Does that make sense? Like I... Like, just show me the way, and I'll, I want to go. I just don't know how to do it. So that's kind of where I was at, and I, I felt the love of God just come over me and just, just Tyler, quit struggling, just rest in me. And so when that happened, I had lots of circumstances to get to practice. Is that anybody been there? <laughs> There's lots of things that started coming up, and I felt that inside me, and I could hear the Holy Spirit go, are you going to rest in this circumstance? 
Are you going to trust me? Are you going to give it to me? So in this, I, I feel like God was showing me in the place of entering into that rest, there's got to be a place of surrender to him. Does that make sense to you guys? Like I've got to, I got to surrender things to him. And, uh, and so last, last week when Chad was praying the altar call, he brought up, I don't remember what verse it was, but it was about this laying our burdens down. And, and so then this last week, I just was dwelling on this and just seeking him. And I pulled up an old uh, Bob Gladstone thing he had at a home. And he was talking about, I think it's in 2020, coming out of the pandemic. And he was talking about this rest. And, and man, it just, it just really blessed me. And, and one thing that he said on there that really um, touched me is he, he was referring to something Bill Johnson said. And he said that, when we're at rest in him, that's where our authority is. So in the storm, Jesus was asleep, right? He says, so in your storm, are you, are you, can you sleep in the storm of your life? That's where the authority is. And man, when he said that, it just, man, I, I thought that was good for my life, you know. And, uh, and so I just began to just study some things. I was just going to kind of share with you all a little bit of this that, uh, it's been on my heart, and if y'all want to, I want to go to Matthew eight. I mean Matthew eleven, um, twenty eight through thirty. It says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take, a, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And something the Lord had me just write down for me is, um, it says, my rest is in the looking Receiving and abiding and giving back to Jesus. <clears throat> Rest is confidence, assurance, and peace all in Jesus. And I just put, when I try to rely on other circumstances, I will find that I'm overwhelmed, confused, and in turmoil in my heart. To enter into His rest is to receive our sonship in Jesus because of what He has done. And, um, You know, there's a lot of things in, in my life, and I thank for all of us, and I think like right now, a lot of sickness going on, and we're going through a lot of things in, in our country, and I'm sure everybody's jobs and circumstances. I was, this week, I had had gone to a couple of places, and it was just crazy. When my mind shift shifted, it shifted things around me. Does that make sense? Like, even though I was working, and I had, I mean... It was it was a long, rough week, you know. I don't think I stopped till last night till ten o'clock, you know, and then got up, did some more and then came. And and last night I was as I was driving, I'm like I I mean, I'm falling asleep going to the house. I'm like, Lord, I need you. You know, I need your rest and and so it wasn't like the circumstances around me was a place to rest in. Does that make sense? But I had to be a, I had to have an atmosphere of rest 
in the midst of my circumstance. And so I went to a couple of places one night. Lindsay wasn't feeling good, and I went and got some some food and met a guy. And um, I was just sitting there, and I didn't want to sit in there. And they were playing music. I didn't want to listen to it. I'm like, I don't want to be in here. And it's like the Lord was like, yeah, you're all right. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I don't like this atmosphere. You know, I don't want to be in here. I'm tired. And he's like, you're all right. I could just feel like just you're all right. Well, this guy comes and walks and starts talking to me. And he's just a, just a man. You know, he came and had his ways. And anyways, we ended up and I see if we went to church somewhere. And then he started talking to me about there's just some hard feelings he had. And as the, as the night ended, I didn't say anything really other than, man, I love you and here's my phone number. And all of a sudden, I seen this guy's eyes shift from like something he had to protect to, man, I can trust you. You know, I, I'm all right. And, and then he ends up texting me yesterday and, um, and God began the conversation on through a text message and, and then there was another young man I met, and I walked in the store, and Lindsay and the kids and I were leaving, and he walked, and my eyes caught him, you know, and, and he said something, and I said, hey, do you believe in Jesus? And then and here he went, he was like, oh, man, I do. And he, so apparently his coworker didn't, and they started talking, and and I hugged him, and and his his boss was like, you got to go to work, you know, and he was looking at him, and I, I, said, I said, yeah, I don't want to disrespect that. I said, here's my phone number if you hear anything, and I left. Well, he texted me last night. He started asking me questions. What do I do in the circumstance? And, and I just kept pointing him to Jesus. You know, just look to Jesus. You know, just and we started talking to him. And, and he want, and he, we talked for a while. And he wants to keep talking. And So I'm just saying that in my past, I wouldn't have seen these things. Does that make sense? Because I'm so focused on life, on circumstances, on... But if I get my eyes off the turmoil, if I can, if I can sleep in the midst of the stuff... God can produce life out of me. Does that, does that make sense to you guys? So, um, the next verse I, I really want to read here is uh, is Psalms uh, twenty three, and it says, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want." He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So number two, the Lord really started pressing on me is I've got to dwell there. Um, we've talked about um, the intimacy, the intimate place with Jesus, the the knowing him, um, and what that means. And, and, and to me, to know, to know Jesus in an intimate way is, is something very special. Um, and it's to be honored. And, and so to, to know a place of rest is not something to visit. It's a place to stay. Does that make sense? To dwell and abide. 
It's going to be real tempting in this in our areas of our life to to depart from that place of rest. There's going to be circumstances, there's going to be people, there's going to be things that come up that are going to tempt us to do things with our own strength, our own will, our flesh, and take care of it, right? And and the Lord is really impressing on me. You just you got to stay. You got to dwell here. You got to dwell with me. You got to abide with me. You got to abide with this place of rest, even when things don't look right. It's like the other night I sent some guys this picture. I tore up the side of the tractor. <laughs> it was icy. I rolled some hay off, and this hay bale rolled down in this timber. And, and Tyler, you know, anybody else to go? It's just a bale of hay. We can leave it, right? Just hundred dollars, you know. No, I go waste about couple thousand go down there i think i'm gonna get the bell of hay you know i go down there i grab the bell of hay it's dark you know i don't see anything well you gotta have some momentum going back right well i got to going back and i caught the cab filter on a tree and ripped it off and ripped the top of the tractor off and i'm like used to i would have been like oh i would have been so mad at myself i can't believe you did this what were you thinking you know i would have gone through all these thoughts and when i did it i looked at it and i was like well guess i got to call kenneth you know <laughs> so there's a there what i'm saying is there's a growth in being in that place but there's so much peace there and um and so then when i had to call him i was dreading it <clears throat> And the Lord's like, you just need to do it. So I, I called him. I said, well, this is what I did. And, well, that's what we got insurance for. It's all right. And I'm like, you know, I went through all that. But also, um, Chad had sent me a verse day, two, two days before that. And it blessed me because it was talking about God's kindness and mercy. And I felt that. Like, has anybody been in something and you know, like, I, I deserve this whooping. Like, I deserve someone to, like, get after me. And you, you finally just, you're honest and you just, this is what I did. And I, that's what I told him. It was my fault. It was a silly mistake. And, uh, and I received God's goodness and mercy. I didn't deserve it, but God received it because of what, what Jesus has done for me. So, um, if y'all don't mind, uh, thanks to the youth group, I'm going to read this scripture they've been reading, I think. Y'all been reading Romans? Yep. So Jesse's been reading Romans at the house. (laughs) And I read it with her the other day. And this really, I thought, stuck out to me this week. So thank you guys. I'm just going to read Romans 4, 1 through 5 here. So let me use Abraham as an example. It is clear that humanly speaking, he was the founder of Judaism. What was his experience of being made right with God? Was it by his good works of keeping the law? No, for it was by the things he did. He would have something to boast about, but no one boasts before God. Listen to what the scripture says. Because Abraham believed God's words, his faith transferred God's righteousness 
into his account. When people work, they earn wages. It can't be considered a free gift because they earned it. But no one earns God's righteousness. It can only be transferred when we no longer rely on our own works, but believe in the one who powerfully declares the ungodly to the righteous in his eyes. It is faith that transfers God's righteousness unto your account. And I'm just so thankful for the blood of Jesus in my life. I'm so thankful for his goodness and his mercy. And why do I want to leave and depart that place of rest and peace? But I've done it so many times, and it's not a condemning thing. It's, it's, it's I don't want to leave that. I want to get to a place where I can stay and abide there. I want to enter there that I am a son, and I'm a co-heir of the kingdom. And I really want to really receive my sonship and entering into this place with who Jesus is in me. And then number two, I don't want to. I don't want to leave that place. To enter to His rest is to receive our sonship and what Jesus, because of what He has done, we are in right standing because of what Jesus has done. <clears throat> and uh, like I said, some I'm learning some things, so. You'll have to bear with my jumping around. I'm trying to get where I can lead one one direction. But I want to go to Mark. And this is kind of what I talked about, what uh, Gladstone was talking about in about the boat situation. It's Mark 4, 35 through 40. Is anybody going through any circumstances where you're not only you feel like you get you get past the place of entering and then you dwell there for a minute and then you come to a storm? Has anybody been there lately? <clears throat> Me too. And, it, and uh, but one thing God's been when He told me I, I'm going to change your mindset. Um, he started changing some things in in the way I view things. And so when I when I need to I need to enter it and I need to abide there and dwell in it and I need to own something. I I need to 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 be in a place that I can release this in the environments around me. And in a lot of times in my past I've lacked I've lacked the catastrophic involved the, the atmosphere affect me instead of me affecting it and jesus for me to be his representation you know his desire is to unveil the father's heart through me right to the world and that's his desire for all of us um but so much in my past i've been so so much just trying to stay aboard does that make sense just trying to keep my head above water just trying to just trying to go that I've had my head so stuck on me that I can't affect anybody else. And so then when I, someone sees me that needs something out of me, um, I can't, I can't give any, I don't have it. I have not been there. I've not, I've not really experienced it in a way that, that I own it. And so then, then I can release it. And so, um, and I know what's happened with me is when I start, um, walking in these things, 
there's it becomes lots of opportunities that come up and then i have to i have to remember and stay there because it's not about it's not about this life it's not about me um and it's it's about the father and uh, if y'all want to go with me to mark 4 35 And it says, in the same day that when the evening had come, he said unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storms of wind and the waves that beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perished? Has anybody wondered that in your head? Have you ever gone through something and wondered, Lord, do you even care? I'm about to die. Um, it's like Chad was saying earlier, I think we should all just be honest and go, because I have, you know. And when we're honest and we can say, I drove this tractor somewhere I shouldn't have gone, and I got it tore up, and we're honest, then he can breathe life to us. Does that make sense? And uh, and so, um, anyways. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto them, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said unto one another, What manner of manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? I want to be at such a place with him that that my that my life, my walking, my being, it's not that I yeah, I want to get where I know the word of God so deeply. But I want my heart, my life to be so much Him that it, it's, it's exposed by my being. Because it, it ain't about what I can do, but it's about what He can do. And so it doesn't matter what good things I can say to somebody, but if there's no anointing, if there's no life in me, there's, there's no change. So I want to have a place in Him that's, that I can, I can be willing to be broken. I can be willing to, to lay myself down and I, that I'm nothing. But with Him, I'm everything. And that I, in Him, I can surrender it all. And in Him, He breathes the word of life. Not only into my circumstance, but everybody around me. And that's, that's my desire for me. That's where I want to be. I want, I want Him to flow out of me. And so, that's, these are just things that God's been doing in me. And I, I just... I just ask that, ask your heart, where are you at? You know, because there's times in me that I have think I'm at peace. I think I'm in a good place. It's just like when I stepped out of the tractor, I didn't think anything was, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't feel like, I mean, I had no sin that I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel like I was doing anything. I thought I was doing the right thing. And, and when I walk into his presence, I felt something dark leave. And I don't know. All what it was, other than me trying to uphold something in me. 
And my prayer for my life lately is, Jesus, I surrender everything to you. Make your way in me. What, whatever that is, I want to walk the steps you want me to walk. I don't want to do what, what I perceive I want to do. I want to do what, what you have called me and established me on this earth to do. Because if I'm not doing what he's called and established me to do, there's not a purpose for me here. I want to be purposeful for the kingdom. I want to please Jesus. You know, I was, I was thinking today and I was kind of putting this together and I'm like, Lord, I just want the people to be blessed. And I, I just felt this, I felt this desire to bless the Father. Does that make sense? I want to bless you, Jesus. I want to come up here and I want to lay myself down for you. And I pray that in laying it down, it'll, it'll touch and minister to somebody. And so this is my prayer for me. And this is, I just ask you this week. Ask God to show you. And if you're perfect, then great. I, I don't know what I'll feel like. But, but if not, just ask the Lord. Show me. Show me my heart. Expose me. And I want to surrender anything that is not unveiling the Father in the most purest way. And if there is, I want to get rid of that. And Holy Spirit, take me where you want me. Use me how you want me. Because it's not just here. It's wherever we go. It's the Walmarts. It's the grocery store. It's, are they seeing Jesus in me? Are they, are they seeing someone else? Are they seeing kindness? Are they seeing love? Are they seeing the old Tyler that had a, had a job to do and everything's not just falling in line and they're getting frustrated? Is that, is that representing the love of Jesus? No. But when the job doesn't go as planned and you express love. That's what he's wanting. When someone does something to you on the road and you want to bite their head off, are you, are you releasing love into their situation? Are you releasing peace and rest into them? Are you releasing healing? Because maybe one day in eternity, maybe it, may, maybe it was someone on the side of the road and they go, because you released this into me is why I'm here. And if we began to be that, how awesome it's going to be when we all come together for one purpose. Because all week we've been at a place dwelling. We've been in that intimate place with Him. We've been seeking Him. We've been seeking Him not to be seen. We've been seeking Him for Him to be seen. So, so I love you guys. And one thing, I just appreciate y'all hearing my heart and... Um, and I pray this has touched somebody in here this morning. And if y'all don't mind, I just want to pray before I end. Um, if y'all can stand with me this morning. And if there's, if there's anybody here this morning that's going through something that's felt, that's felt what I'm talking about. <clears throat> just ask the Lord to touch you and to, just to bless you in these areas. Because I know that I've got to be this so I can release it into my wife and my, my children. Not just, that's where it's got to start before it goes anywhere else.
So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just come to you this morning and I just thank you for who you are. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your desire for us is greater than our desire for you. And I just thank you that, Father God, if there's anyone in here that, Father, is is heavy laden with something. They're burdened down with things. They just surrender that to you. And they, they allow your rest to come upon them. And that we know Scripture says if we're going to labor to do something, we're going to work at something, work to enter into your rest. And that we'll truly, Father, me included, will get a true revelation from you what this is. And that we won't only just enter it, but we'll, we'll dwell there. And that we won't just dwell there, but we'll be able to release what you've imparted into us. Jesus, as you were in that storm, you released a, a calmness, a rest over a destructive situation. And you've made us as children, sons, and daughters of the king to be able to walk in an environment and into a catastrophic situation and speak rest into the environment. You've called us to release yourself, to unveil the Father's heart unto things around us so that they can be transformed by the renewing of their mind and to to know who Jesus is of their life. And Father God, I thank you for every person that's that's been sick. And I thank you for your healing. I thank you for your protection over your people. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you right now for your blood that speaks life into the bones of these people in Jesus' name. We just thank you for restored marriages. We thank you for restored relationships. We thank you for healings. And we just praise you and we honor you. We thank you for this in Jesus' name.